Watch Diary. I'm so excited to be here with you. My name is Ryan Snelling. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, if Twitter still exists, at RewatchRyan, also on Letterboxd.com slash RewatchRyan. You know, Brando's on this episode. We have already recorded our portion. I had to, to hop off and go to the laundromat, so we called it quits. But I decided on the way to the laundromat that I wasn't done podcasting. I wanted to hop back on here and talk a little bit. Just me, myself, and I, and then we'll get into uh, my fun and hilarious conversation with Brando. Um, Brando makes everything better. But anyway, just some housekeeping stuff, but also I want to talk about the new attitude and the new era of Watch Diary and my content because me and Brando stumbled stumbled upon something subconsciously. Um, I feel like it's going to feel different moving forward. And I think I have a, a, I have a reason why. Brando and I had a lot of fun talking about just whatever we wanted to talk about. We didn't talk about movies or TV. It maybe got a little political, but we like to talk about you know comedy and comedy's place in our world today and all that kind of stuff. And so we were just being silly and talking about just having an organic conversation about whatever we wanted to talk about. And I realized that I did it fearlessly. And a reason why is because I'm at the end of my current job. And I, I don't know if I ever really processed this until now, but I was always in a different mindset recording the podcast because I was being mindful of where I worked, but also who I worked with. And I don't have that problem anymore because the time that I'm recording this, I have four shifts left at my job and then I'm done. And not only am I done that with that job and that company, but I'm done being in Arizona with all those same people. And I, I just realized, wow, that's going to make a huge difference in my attitude and what this kind con- and it's not, it's not going to be like completely different. I'm just going to be a little bit more free and less conscious about the things that I want to talk about on here. Um, because unfortunately, you know, too many people that I work with now know about the fact that I make content and I podcast or whatever. And I I don't think I'm ever controversial in any way. That's not what I set out to do. What I set out to do is just be silly, but also talk about Batman. Like, that's literally it. Like, if somebody asked me what my podcast was, I literally think it's nothing other than just a guy talking about movies and TV that he loves. But there are people that I work with and that have could use this as a weapon can weaponize my podcast and i've never really understood why considering i just talk about batman and sometimes stumble upon random things that's never controversial um especially when i'm aware of their politics like i'm aware of a lot of the politics of the people i work with and one thing I've never understood about them is that like I- I'm way more on their team than they think. But if I like challenge them or if I'm not as far like left as they are, then they think I'm instantly just like a radical right guy. It's so weird. This gener this upcoming like young generation, they're out of their minds. <laughs> like they just think that Republicans are aliens, and I'm not even a Republican. But th- in their mind, they have it. So, so anyway. You simply, and I I tell this to Brando, you literally just can't trust people to think what they should think. And what I mean by that is, 
people are overly sensitive. They immediately make it about themselves or, and they get angry or whatever, instead of just like actually thinking through something and thinking what somebody meant, they, they become emotional too fast. And it's a really hard to deal with people that are like that. Cause it's just like, Oh, are you like even real? <laughs> like, are you even a person? So the, the honestly, like I know that like there are people that I work with that like, talk about me doing this kind of stuff and it is kind of annoying but it's also like something I, I get I ask for it I mean I understand that I mean with anybody who makes content and puts it out into the world I mean you ask for anybody to watch it and anybody can criticize it and I understand that but um at the same time you know it was just like out of fear that I didn't do what I wanted to do here because I knew that people were listening and people were watching and now that kind of just doesn't matter. Um, so it was just kind of nice to have Brando come on and just we just talked organically about whatever we wanted to talk about. And it doesn't mean that we always agreed. It doesn't mean that we always disagreed. But it was just nice to have a conversation with my friend and not think about anybody that I have to deal with on a daily basis that doesn't know me the way that I expect them to, because again, you can't just trust somebody to like get you, you know, like I, I got called fake the other day for the, and it might've been like the first time in my life. Anybody's ever accused me of being fake. I was just like, Oh, I could have sworn. I put my entire identity on display <laughs> at all times. Um, but you just can't trust people, um, to, to figure it out. It's crazy. Um, so anyway, I don't have to worry about that anymore. Um, so so anyway, I just feel like this podcast is going to be different. And I cannot wait um, to start my new job and not tell a single soul anything about my life. Can't wait. And my boss is my stepdad. So it's not like I even have to tell... He already knows what I do. So it's not like I have to tell a stranger that's my boss what I do. And, you know, it's going to be nice. So anyway, I think this new attitude and, and I'll definitely be able to talk more after, uh, next week, but you know, I, I want to be able to talk about my job and my life and, and, um, the people in my life, the good, and I'm not just talking about people that annoy me. I'm talking about good people. Um, so I'm excited. I'm excited to begin a new, to start this new chapter. Um, and yeah. So I think what I'm going to do, and I kind of mentioned this when Brando's on the air, but my work schedule is going to change. So everything that I've been doing, I mean, me and Brando used to record, or we do record on Friday mornings. I'm not going to have Friday mornings available. Um, I think my day off is going to be Sunday, but he works for a church. So I don't, I don't know when we're going to get to hook up. I'm thinking about doing the movie and TV show content on my own. Maybe back back home, it'll be easier to podcast with more people that I know. But um, I think I'm going to mainly go solo. But I'm going to see if me and Brando can't work out um, a time to just kind of throw up whatever. And if we talk about pop culture, we talk about movies and TV, that's fine. Um, if you were a listener of Sight and Sound, I'm thinking of a, like a weekly after party. This is what it would be called, essentially, just like a bonus episode of whatever me and Brando want it to be. But the main show will be solo and about the weekly release or whatever. And so, um, so yeah, I think that that's coming. Um, and I don't know what I'm going to call that. 
I've always wanted to call a podcast Hot Takes and Sausage. Um, so that's why this title is titled this, but we'll see. I don't know. Um, but yeah, if you can't tell, I used to have a little shelf right here. I no longer have it. I'm about to get rid of this shelf, uh, in the corner behind me, you can't see, but it's a bunch of boxes. Um, yep. Packing up my life. And, uh, what is today? Today's the 18th. My birthday is in 10 days on the 28th. And I will be, as far as I know, on a plane the 29th or the 30th, and I will be home in Kentucky, hopefully by December 1st. So, um, yeah, coming to a a close here. It's a crazy chapter, and um, I'd like to, you know, I, I feel like I've said a lot about my Arizona journey, my Arizona era, if you will, on here. Um, but it'll be nice after it's behind me to put it into greater perspective and kind of figure it all out. Um, Cause there's a lot to think about a lot for me to reflect upon. Um, so yeah, I might, I might have like a, my best friend Eric on here and just like talk to him about it, like in a friend way. And, and it, it might be nice to just, I don't know who knows. We'll see, but um, we'll do that. Anyway, I, I feel like I've rambled enough, but I, I, I would just thought it was so interesting that me and Brando stopped recording and I, I had so much fun not worrying about Andor or the Fablemans or, you know, whatever's coming out. I just had so much fun with him. We talked about whatever we wanted and I realized that's what it's going to be like now. Um, now that I don't have the job or, you know, and, and it's, it's crazy. Um, so anyway, there's that guys. I appreciate you. Um, as always go to this QR code right here. Uh, for a 30-day free trial of Audible. It's a great way to support me. Uh, I don't have it over here, but if you look on YouTube, my movie palette is right there. If you want to go get a movie palette like that, uh, go to moviepalette.com, and at checkout, use the promo code REWATCH15. Uh, and that gets you 15% off of the movie palette. Uh, it's almost Christmas time, so you can gift a movie palette. You know, if you have a friend of yours and you know their favorite movie or you know a, a movie that would look good on their wall based on the decor in their room, go to moviepalette.com. What they do is they take uh, every frame in a movie from beginning to end, find the primary colors, elongate it, stretch it out, and it turns into that pattern right there. Uh, that one's Fight Club. You can't see the greens in it right now because of my LED lights, but the greens and everything that you expect from a David Fincher film are in there. So you can support me on... The Audible free trial or the Movie Palette link, both in the description down below. I greatly appreciate you guys. Um, so I'm going to stop, and here's the rest of the podcast with me and Brando. Have fun. I've got my partner in crime, Brando Hall, over in Kentucky. How you doing, sir? Well, so we've been really sick. Um, oh. But first, I want to say to everyone who's wondered, where's Brando? Uh, while listening to your last few podcasts, I'm right here. Daddy's always been here. No need to worry. Um, so now you should have, I mean, this, if you put Brando's back in the title of this podcast, I mean, your listenership is going to triple. Yeah. So it'll go from like 200,000 to just over a million. Okay. So Ryan, I have so much to tell you. Okay. And well, for, I want to get your thoughts on so many things, too. First of all, are you feeling better? No, I feel terrible. That's the first thing. So we don't have the COVID. Okay. We don't have the flu, but we have something, and it's awful. So what that tells me is it's a new COVID. Um, 
because I got it Monday, and it has been awful, Ryan. I'm sorry. L- lots of diarrhea. Okay. Mm. Well, that was my uh, morning, but yeah, mud butt. Uh, which for me, you know, as someone who suffers with irritable bowel syndrome, uh, you know, it's a uh, it's a it's a gamble on whether you're going to have the the liquid poops or not. But it has been like it's basically been throwing up from my butt, yeah. Um, which is a great visual. Uh, you're all welcome. But we've also had fevers and just felt like achy all over. I mean, this is probably what like. I don't know. Uh, people who do heroin probably feel like this when they're not high. So why did you agree to podcast this morning? Because I'm a man of the people. I got to give them what they want. And, you know, there's been a huge outpouring of people saying, where's Brando? Well, uh, I, actually, I, I'm, I'm I, feeling better today than I have in the past week. I hate to say that you're right, but I did have somebody at work ask me where Brando's been. Really? Yeah, I I mean they kind of did it as a joke. I feel like it was a friend of mine. I think she probably just like listened to a few minutes of it and heard me mention that you weren't on the show and she just kind of like said it as a joke like, "Oh, where's Brendo been?" Like yeah, just to but make it's me still laugh. incredible and that will uh sustain me for this next month. <laughs> That's good. Uh okay. So, Ryan, I really need to discuss something with you right now. All right, I'm ready. Okay, I've come to a shocking revelation for me, and it is apps are done. I don't, so I, I thought about this. I was driving through, after I dropped my kid off for school, I was driving through Sonic, okay, because hashtag health life, yeah. and I was getting there breakfast toaster sandwich with bacon and uh add tomatoes okay it's, it's the perfect breakfast sandwich but mm, on their like on their that. sign it it had a qr code for an app mm. the last thing i ever want to do is download another app right when is the last time you downloaded an app um, it was probably two or three days ago, and it was against my will, as, yep. as I think what your point, it was against my will. So of all things, Top Golf, I am planning my going away party and want to have it at Top Golf, want to have some fun, <laughs> and I go to make a reservation, and I already have opinions about their packages, their birthday packages, things like that. But to continue the reservation process, it's done entirely on the app. So I downloaded Gross. the Top Golf app, which is insanely because like I I long and I dream of the day where I'm like the guy at Top Golf every day. Like that'd be amazing to me if Top Golf was my place, but I'm not there yet. I'm I'm I've been to Top Golf one time ever in my life, and it's a coincidence I'm going uh, a second time an exact year from when I went the first time. So it's not a habit, but the fact that I had to download the app to do this one singular experience is absurd to me. Thousand percent correct. Yes. Apps are so annoying, 
every place wants you to get one. I went to get my oil changed, and they have an app. Now, I'm sure that app will give you discounts and whatever, but here's the thing. No one wants to download another app. Right. When, when iPhones first came out, when, when space phones came out, people would get on them, and they would go. I used to go and check, like, free games, right? Mm. And I would download a few games. Now, for the most part, the games I have are the games I want, right? right? There, there is no new game now. All that to say, like, a, an Instagram ad might get me, okay? It's happened before once or twice. And I'll download the app thinking, oh, maybe this is a cool new game. Most of the times it isn't, and I, I play it exactly one time. I have a few games that I play, but other than that, so, so now churches think they need apps. No. Exactly. What I want to say to you is if you're a church out there listening, I'm a man of the Lord, okay? <laughs> if you're a church I, out there. I, I, I work at a church. No one needs an app. Look, if you have a video you want someone to see, YouTube. If you have, if you can't get it on YouTube, guess what? A lot of churches are putting their shit on uh, Apple TV, or uh, what? like my last, my so last church. Is this supposed to be like a Apple daily, TV. like Bible? Is it like a daily Bible verse thing, or is it an app no. that they could stream their services to people at yes. home? That and sermons, and then like promo videos and stuff. Why isn't that just YouTube? I know that's what I'm trying to convince the world of with this thing now my church doesn't have an app they they think they want one they don't uh and like i get it if your web if listen if your website because a lot of church websites now like will come with an app um as well and they're linked so whatever you put on your website they automatically put on your app now that's fine but here's the thing. If your app isn't stupid easy to navigate, right. if, if it doesn't give us exactly what the person wants, they're going to use it one time, right. and then it's going to undownload itself from their phone. Yeah, That's just what happens. So don't get an app. Make your website super friendly. If it comes free with the website, uh, fine. But don't, don't act like this is your main sticking point because most of us don't want your app. We don't want your McDonald's app. We don't want all this stuff. Like, you know, you'll go places and they'll be like, do you have the app? Like at McDonald's, they'll say that. Are you using your My Rewards today or whatever it is? And you're like, no, because I'm a human being. Normal. I can't, I can't believe that a church went straight to, like, needing an app instead of just like, hey, let's just do more stuff on Instagram. Or, hey, let's feed the poor <laughs> let's uh stop hating gay people yeah that's uh it. yeah and if you're listening to this and you go to a church that your church wouldn't marry two people of the same sex and you think that it's silly that they won't do that leave that church just leave it go now you have my permission daddy brando gives you permission leave your church okay and let's talk more about apps that like are actually useful. Like my favorite app, it might be the one that I use for the laundromat. Honestly, like it it actually has a util okay. it actually has a utility to it, and and it's useful to me. But this inferred convenience 
that a lot of like the fast food places now have with these apps. I mean, it, it's just it goes back to you know those coupon books. The idea that like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, buy this coupon book for $5 yeah. and you have all these coupons for all these places around town. Okay, so I have to pay $5 and then pay way more money at these places to save not very much money. Like, it, it makes no sense. So And you got to carry it around. Yeah. So, <laughs> so this inferred convenience it, that, that it's the guise of hey download this app we'll help you save money when you come here anyway no that's not what's happening you still have to pay more and and it's just annoying to me and the fact i have a friend of mine this the same friend who asked uh about where where you've been she has like apps for like every fast food place and she just mobiles everywhere. I'll be on the phone with her and she'll just go through the Taco Bell drive through and say, I'll have, I have a mobile order for blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, ah, why? Cause it's <laughs> yeah. a, you order right there and the food's going to be ready for you at the same time. Like, and if you think they're going to make it ahead, they're not, yeah. they're not. That's because crazy. there's two 14-year-olds in there that are high who haven't slept all night because they have a terrible living situation, you know, and they're not going to have your stuff ready. They're tired. Ease off. Or okay? or maybe the the opposite. The opposite can happen where they make it way earlier and like what Oh if yeah, you, and then it's cold. What if you got to go somewhere and then you and you just like pot, bought food on purpose that may or may not have sat out. And it's like what's the point? Like I I mobile ordered this class classy trusty. That's what I used to call it. Trusty Trenta cold brew. I mobile ordered this because I know off the dome how busy Starbucks is. And I also know that this doesn't go bad within minutes. So I'm like, I'll mobile order it, and then I'll just go inside and pick it up instead of waiting through the drive-thru. Now that, I understand. I understand. But when it, downloading, you know what app nobody needs? The Little Caesars app. <laughs> and I ordered Little Caesars two days ago. And you know how I did it? On the website. Because I'm not getting Little Caesars. You can't have my information. And unless I'm coming to pick it up, you ain't getting it, okay? Uh, the la so here are the most recent apps I have downloaded. And it's mostly because I've had to, okay? Yeah. yeah. Nationwide insurance. Okay. Ah. <laughs> uh, Etsy. Yeah, that's whatever. Uh, okay, here's the thing. The Louisville Zoo. <laughs> ah, I don't need an app to tell me where the gorillas are. Okay? That's why they have those big signs in the park. Unless your app is going to tell me exactly who, like, I can face ID the gorillas and you can give me backstories of what they had for breakfast. I don't need an app for the zoo. Uh, also, let's see here. Uh, a game called Survivor.io, which I am addicted to. And that was from an Instagram ad. Good job, Instagram. You got me. And then the last one, and, and this leads me into another topic, is the Starry AI app. Have you ever heard of this app? No, no clue what it is. 
So it's one of those apps, or it's also for websites, but it's where you can like type in a prompt and an AI will draw it. Mm-hmm. And I, I got it for a joke because I was trying to type in something to make my friend feel stupid. Those are pretty cool. Uh, yeah. No, they're fine. But you know what I don't need? A pro uh, subscription to this. Right. I need the two ideas that I'm going to have uh, when I think of funny stuff. And then I need you to draw those things. And that's <laughs> it. Let me see what the pro. Okay. The pro is eleven ninety nine a month. Yeah, eleven ninety nine. Now, so in, if you get the year, which is best value, it's ninety five dollars a year. That's almost Netflix. That's more expensive than Disney Plus. That's more expensive than getting the blue check mark on Twitter. That's <laughs> there you go. Well, Twitter's dead. Um, but yeah, we just don't need that stuff. Uh, and start and the AI things. Everyone needs to calm down. They act like there's an actual computer, like an iRobot, drawing these things. Mm. No, that's not what's happening. They're throwing a filter on all this cool stuff, right? Like, yeah, it's a little cool, but calm down. Let me ask you this, Brando. See how well you know me. Do I or have I paid... The Twitter blue subscription to get a blue check mark on Twitter. A thousand percent you have. That's correct. I have. <laughs> Do you have it? Oh, 100%. Oh, I, yeah. I, got, I got a day one. And let me tell you, I know the criticisms. I get the criticisms 100%. Here's my thought process. I want a blue check mark because once they said that people with blue check marks, their tweets take priority. I was like, oh, well, that's good because I don't want my, t- you know, I, I want to build a brand. I, you know, I'm not really, really rewatch Ryan on Twitter. It's mostly just YouTube, but, um, and Instagram, but I, I want to maintain the presence that I have. And, um, yeah, we'll see. But also, I thought based on how, how much of a shit show Twitter's been, I was like, this is a window of time that I have to get a blue check mark before they figure it out and then make some sort of addendum to it or change it or whatever. And then you can't get this back. So I was like, I, what I'm going to do is go on and do this. And then maybe in like a couple of weeks, Elon Musk is going to ruin something and decide it was a bad idea and they're going to close the doors forever. But I will have been there. <laughs> Unpopular opinion. I like Elon Musk. Okay. I am not ready to throw him out the way a lot of my contemporaries are. I I uh, mean, maybe you don't know the latest. And by latest, I mean last night. He uh, he locked all the remaining Twitter employees out of the headquarters for no apparent reason. So, like, their badges wouldn't work. And I'm pretty sure 75% of Twitter uh, is they either, like, quit or something. I, I might be throwing out bro science, but... I mean, it, it like literally, yeah, I'm fine literally, with that. literally, Twitter could not exist in a week, and I love it. No hyperbole. And honestly, if that does happen, I'm down. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. I'm not gonna lie. I think it would really heal this nation if Twitter didn't exist. <laughs> Here's the thing. Okay, really unpopular opinion coming. I liked seeing what Donald Trump thought. 
Okay, I could see. I'm that. not going. I'm not going to Truth, Justice, or Parlor or any of those weird like. Cons- I'm not a conservative. Let me just throw that out there. But I'm not throwing a because I've I've seen a bunch of people be like, "Oh, Elon Musk is stupid." Yeah, it's like, <laughs> honey, honey, stop! You're making yourself look dumb. Is Elon Musk a troll? One thousand percent. Okay, yeah. he likes to troll. But he's a brilliant man. He knows what he's doing. And he's because people act like, oh, he didn't even think about what how Twitter would respond to his demands and stuff. Yes, he did. He knows what's what's happening. A, I stopped using Twitter because I don't know if it was my algorithm or what, but my Twitter became not the left, but the far left and like. Almost so far left that they're actually right, but they wanted to like curb people's speech. Not mm. for that. Right. I liked seeing what what Donald Trump said. I think it's way more dangerous not knowing what he's going to do, I, not knowing what he thinks. I agree. Yeah, and, and that's not to say that he didn't say things that pissed me off or whatever. But at least, yeah. and, and just his even his personality in general, like Donald Trump. I think if he didn't have Twitter we would still know a lot about what he thought. Just sure. He, he couldn't keep his mouth shut. But the fact that he had, yeah, 100%. Now, I, I, I also agree with you. I also think he has some very dangerous speech. I'm not trying to sure. say that, like, of course. his stuff on January 6th almost cost people, you know, many lives. Of course. Um, but at the same time, yes, you take away the, like, it's your business. You can do what you want. I respect that, too. Right. But. If you're going, if you're going to do that, you have to be um, consistent. Number one and number two, like I think it's a good thing. Like you know how a bunch of college campuses were trying to keep people like Ben Shapiro or Jordan Peterson from. Um, I don't like either of those guys. I think both those guys are garbage. But I think that they should be allowed to mm-hmm. have speeches on campus and then you know what that does is it highlights who those people are it tells you like the people who would buy into something to people like jordan peterson or uh candace owens or whoever then you know who they are they're identifying themselves right and and that just like visibility doesn't mean agreement do you know what i mean like just having them there Yes, it's controversial. And and you know what? College campuses should be hearing controversial things. Should it be safe for people? Yes. But uh, someone speaking on your campus that you disagree with, even if they hate you for who you are in a like LGBTQ sense, like it all it does is identify people can't hide anymore. People hiding their opinions was the bad thing. Yeah, I think it's also important, too. To, I, I wish we could get back to a place where everybody sort of just, like, leveled out in terms of their excitement. Um, and I think, and again, I was kind of joking, but also at the same time, I think Twitter... I want to go back to a time where people just, like, listen to each other's opinions, just not to agree, but just to know what the other side is. Yeah. So, like, because there's been times that, like, me and Jay we used to talk about on Sight and Sound when I would have, like, Steven Crowder moments and I would just watch his videos... But it was because I wanted to hear debate. I wanted to hear thought. And I wanted to sort of just iron out all of my own um, yeah. opinions. 
And that's when the Andrew Tate stuff was happened like a month or so ago. Um, and he did like his Piers Morgan interview, obviously with Kanye and everything. And I mean, I, I would watch all of those interviews and I watched a lot of those videos, like just to know what they were saying and what they were thinking. Um, instead of just, you know, reading a hashtag on Twitter that Andrew Tate has been, you know, removed from social media for this take, blah, blah, blah. I actually wanted to hear it said out of his mouth. Yes. So I I said the context, but also really knew what I thought. And so, yeah, I mean, I was listening to that stuff the other day and I had a couple friends who knew I was doing that ask me, you know, why are you doing that? It's like, I I think it's important to know what they're saying and know what they think. So I know what I think. Yeah. And and I didn't get riled up about it. I mean, did I disagree with a lot of it? Absolutely. But I didn't like freak out. And my blood pressure wasn't raised, and I didn't get angry at anybody. I just was listening. Right. And so, yeah, and then that brings up the Chappelle thing, right? Like Kanye West said, (laughs) Kanye West, he gambled and lost on thinking he could say whatever he wanted, and Adidas wouldn't drop him. They dropped him. Right. And then Kyrie Irving said what he said, Mm -hmm. you know, on Twitter or tweeted that, you know, movie that denied the Holocaust. Um, and then Chappelle gets on Saturday Night Live and people. Uh, OK, from an observer's point of view, people took what he said out of context. He was making a point and he made some jokes. Right. Right. Like, I think his jokes were like the one that people got upset was that he said you could think it and just not say it out loud. Right. And that seems counterintuitive to what I just said about wanting to know what Trump did. Right. But all of us have thoughts that are not okay, but that we hold. You don't say you're smart enough not to say them out loud. But all of us think certain things that if everyone knew what we thought about everything, we'd be canceled. Right. Whether it's a single person that you just don't like or, you know, whatever. Um, I'm not saying like any of the big stuff, but I'm saying like, if you don't like, for example, if you think AOC is hot, a bit cake, cake, <laughs> sure. If you think, and the things that you would like to do to her, <laughs> sure. What? Those are your words, not mine. Um, you know, you get canceled cause then you're sexist and you're whatever. So I'm not saying any of that. Hear me. I'm not saying that was Ryan. Ryan is a degenerate. Um, but <laughs> uh, I'm just saying, like, I was going to say if you think she's a bit uh, chaotic sometimes or, you know, if you think that. Uh, I don't know if you have opinions on critical race theory, I don't personally, but if you did, you can't say those things and people not automatically assume things about you. Um so those are the kinds of things I'm talking about. So people are all up in arms over Chappelle. I, so I watched it. I went and I was like, well, I'm not going to stay up late on Saturday night because I'm man of the Lord. But I'll watch it on YouTube, not an app. I didn't go to the Saturday Night Live app because hopefully they don't have one. I'm sure they do, <laughs> but you don't need one. Uh, guess where I went? I went to YouTube because it's already on my phone, and that's where I go to watch videos. So I pull it up. I watch the whole thing, and I thought... I just think Dave Chappelle is one of the most brilliant comedians of all time. Of he course. may be, he's the GOAT. I think he's my number one. 
Um, you know, and he got in trouble with the trans community, whom I vehemently support. I love the trans community. Um, I want to support them. They deserve to live all that stuff. Right. Um, and, and have happiness, not just live. Uh, but I thought when I watched them, I was like, yeah, he probably stepped over a few lines. Okay. But I'm not throwing him out because of this. Um, and also, I reject the notion that the trans community is off limits in terms of stand-up comedy. No, uh, everything's on, on limits. I, and I think I, I think there's it it should I think there's overall maybe not even rules, but overall guidelines, overall ideas that I agree. Like what what I will say is that I appreciate a comedian that can operate within a box right so if the walls yeah. are closing in because people are finding that certain jokes are like it's almost like filmmaking like if you're a filmmaker and your budget's only 10 million dollars you don't have the luxuries of a 200 million dollar production with green screen and vfx blah 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 you're putting yourself in a creative box those limitations sometimes bring out brilliance right so the, the same idea to a comedian so if a steven soderbergh so if a comedian in his head is like okay i i want to not disrespect these people i don't want to punch down i don't want to do this blah 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 and then out grows a plant where he's respectful and can bring a whole bunch of people together based on certain jokes i appreciate that a lot but also at the same time and this is where free speech comes into it I don't think anybody is off limits. And I mean, I even do this, not that I'm a stand-up comedian, but I think it's important that like, when I make fun of people, I also try to make fun of myself as much yeah. as possible. So I like to keep it even. And people don't realize that, like, especially when they don't get my sense of humor, they, they get like, they're so sensitive and they, they get offended yeah. by a little joke. I'm like, did you just miss the 90 jokes I made about myself before I made the one joke about you? That yeah. kind of stuff drives me crazy. But I, I think it's important to know everybody should be on an even keel. So if it's everybody's on the same page with the same limitations, sure. Or no limitations, go punch everywhere. Yeah. So Here's I think thing that's too. important. So like I would re I would reject if I listened to a stand-up comedian and they had an hour special filled with transgender jokes, I, I would reject that. Yeah, uh, and Chappelle, just my personal taste, because he spent a lot of time on it. I I reject that. I wish it was a little bit more creative and more fluid in that way. But um, but yeah. Here's the thing, though. Go ahead. Like, okay, so there's a difference. Then I I I go to think like, how would I feel watching this with one of my trans friends? Like, would I laugh the same sure. way? Sure. Yeah. And so then it gets more complicated, right? And then you think, but then I go back to thinking, okay, but here's the thing. I make fun of people that I love all day long. It depends on the and joke, it, what the jokes are too. That's you know? true. That, so that's the difference. But like, if you can remember that one of the first times I met you, I made fun of you. I called you Saleson boy or made fun of the pack that you wore, like basketball shorts. But I'm never, I'm not the kind of person who would ever make fun of someone to their face if I didn't like them, right? Because then you're just a jerk. Um, and I don't think that I'm a jerk. So I, uh, 
I always try to, when I meet new people, I immediately tease them. I, you know, if someone like has like an overly large nose, I'm not going to be like, hey, what's up, ugly nose or big nose. But I would, I would immediately tease them for something because then they feel included. Because right. they see how the whole f- friend group, and maybe your friend group isn't as vicious as mine has always been. But like every group of friends that I have tease each other incessantly. And it's just one like a love language. Maybe it's a guy thing, too. Um, And I'm including all guys like, you know, whether you're born with a penis or not. It's a guy thing where you just tease each other, Mm. you know, constantly. And that's how you know that you're loved. But then when when stuff hits the fan, you're still going to get teased for it. But they're there for you. Right. Like there are moments where you and I are teasing each other and then one of us will go, okay, for real. And then you back off and you support them, right? Right. I mean, I've had to do that for you. You've never had to do that for me because I'm so, you know, awesome. Uh, <laughs> the only person that uh, really used to bother me when they made fun of me was, uh, well, I won't say his name, but he 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 kind Steven? of Steven. No, actually, no, no. But okay. I, I won't I won't say his name. But he was even more of an outsider. But he was, you know, a freeloader. And he was very tall and skinny, and he was a waiter at a restaurant. Do you know who I'm talking about? He was no. okay. I'll tell you yes. off air. But he used, he used to crack jokes at me, and he also he also was an adult hanging out with kids. And I used he used to it used to drive me crazy. You talking so about man? Uh, okay. Uh, is that who it is? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, in terms of like. Yeah, that's what's so weird about people here and why I can't wait to get back to Kentucky. Because I used to tell like people I work with, he used to like just not get my humor. First of all, I cannot wait to, to never hear. I just never know when you're being serious or, or sarcastic. I cannot wait to never hear that again. Because when I go back home, nobody, <laughs> nobody's going to be confused because they all get it. But the people yeah. that I but the people that I work with, they don't get that like if I'm like giving you a hard time or making jokes, it's because I like you. Right. And and, and but may but maybe like I am not maybe I am not the person to you that you are to me. Like that that happens too, where like I, I give people a chance and I just like them or whatever, but like I'm this person to them, like I'm their manager, so like maybe they're in their head about, you know, being made fun of or whatever. But I'm literally just, I'm literally, you can't trust people to just not get upset. And it's crazy to me because the people that like get upset about like if I rib or make fun of them, like they get sensitive. And I'm just like, don't you realize that like I'm picking on you and like we're like friendly? Like, did you forget all the times right. we were friendly? And did can you not put it together that like we have this relationship, but like I don't make fun of this person? Like, right. So can you like process like, oh, it's because he thinks I could take it or it's because he's just trying to have fun, not like trying to be mean spirited. I mean, that's the thing that drives me crazy about. And I can't believe I'm about to use this phrase. Young people <laughs> like like getting angry is a choice. It really oh, is. Yeah. It really is. Because because it's also like we young... sound like two white guys <laughs> complaining. Good. Because young <laughs> young people today, like they just want to get mad, and they're yeah, overly they sensitive. Yeah, they want to. That's true. It's crazy because all you have to do when you're watching a you know, if you see a joke or whatever that you don't like or whatever, 
just don't like it. But don't get angry and upset and don't rage and don't, you know, post. Just go on about your day. It's yeah. okay. Okay. I'm I'm diabetic. Okay. People make fun and it's okay. People make fun of diabetics. Right all the time, or they say, "Oh, I better not eat this cheeseburger. I'm gonna get diabetes." Um, and you know how many times that's hurt my feelings, even though it's entirely plausible and most likely that this disease will kill me, right? Eventually, not now. It's controlled or whatever. But like as I get older, that's probably what's going to be the reason. Now. Does that hurt my feelings personally? No. Does it hurt some diabetics' feelings? You better believe it. But we've decided as a culture, at least so far, that that's okay. Now, if I had cancer, cancer jokes would always, well, they might not. But I have a friend whose mom passed away um, from AIDS, okay? Now... AIDS jokes do not make them laugh. They're hurt by them. Mm. Now, that's, I, I think, and, and that makes sense to me, right? However, like, I don't think, just because it hurts my friend's feelings, that AIDS jokes should be gone, right? And for the most parts, they are. Um, there'll be a few, like, edgy comedians like Jesselnik or something that will still go there and and they might even say the n-word which I would never say right personally um but I don't think they should I don't think you should be fined um from the government for saying anything like I don't think any you shouldn't be allowed to say anything I think you shouldn't say things right, right? I'm not going to say the n-word not even if I'm joking absolutely um I'm not going to say the F word, even if I'm joking, right? I used to say it, you know, growing up, I, a lot of us did, and it's sad that we did, but we didn't know better, and when we did know better, we did better. So, you know, I think that there are some things that I would personally choose not to do, and I think the thing we use is our voices or lack of attendance, to be voices for what we like and what we don't like. Let our dollars, you know, decide those things mm -hmm. rather than have the government come in and tell us what we can and can't say. Cause then all it does is make people hide and get better at hiding. Right. Anyway, lots well, of fun on this podcast. I mean, so many people have already turned it off based on what we've said. So what's, what's crazy is I was debating on between two titles, uh, silly geese time and that's it or hot takes and sausage and i think we're more into the hot takes and sausage camp uh this and time brando's around. back but that's all right uh brando's back eyes. brando's back is a jay williams <laughs> type title if if jay williams was hosting this podcast he'd say he put brando's back but that's not me uh okay. let's take let's take a break we're back so i'm i'm curious to know how do you feel about my constant text updates throughout the morning before we podcast, updating you on my schedule and my time frame and everything that I'm doing up until the moment we record. I'm so excited because I think that you did a good job this morning and I'm going to read the texts. Was it a great job though? Because I was ultimately late. I know that's, that's right. That's sort of like a different thing, but I'm talking about how at least I keep you in the loop 
as to where yeah, I'm at. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to read it, and then I'm going to give you my thoughts on what they were with the text that I received. All right, go for okay. it. Okay, first one. <laughs> wow. That's this morning was just wow. And it was in response to you texting me last night at midnight, my time, That's when right. daddy's asleep. Mm-hmm. Did you want to record tomorrow? Mm-hmm. So then the first at this morning at 843, wow. I said, yes, sir. You said, good morning. I said, good morning. Would you like to talk together into microphones and record it for people's entertainment and leisure? I said, yeah. What we going to talk about? And then you said, whatever you want, I just want a silly goose time, and that's it. Mm -hmm. I said, love it. We can talk about Trump and Twitter. I thought I was joking. You said, perfect. What time? I said, what time works for you? When are you doing laundry? Because (laughs) that's a running joke. You do laundry every Friday. It's just what you do. Yeah. Um, You're like a character from the Shawshank Redemption. Um and then you said, anytime I'm two hours behind you, got to do laundry and get my cold brew, but I have time to do whatever. I said, okay, I'm free now till whenever. Just let me know. You said, okay, I'll get up now and get everything moving. I said, okay, what's your ETA? And you responded to what's your ETA with, I don't know why. <laughs> like how dare i ask for a time frame when we would podcast and then you said i just showered i said i'm trying to plan my day lol you said what do you need from me do you want to say we start between your 10 10 15 i said sure you said okay that'll give me time to get my clothes washed and once they're in the dryer i have time to record yeah all right my wash is going to be ready in 25 minutes then i just have to move it to the dryer and then i'll be home and then you said i didn't give it the super wash treatment that would have added 10 minutes just for you that's right and then i said haha you said your house stinks no my laundry didn't get the super wash i said that's right and then i said You don't seem like a smelly person, even though you used to hang out at Reed's. Uh, (laughs) But it's only because you do your anxiety and you're crying in the shower. Okay, so that's where I need to stop. Um, So, but here's the thing I want to say. So when you see somebody on, on camera, I think you can usually tell if that person smells good or not. Did you say that's accurate? I don't know. I think it depends. You know, I think that I never assume that good-looking people smell bad. So That's if, right. So if I see somebody on camera, it's probably like a podcast interview with Jake Gyllenhaal. And it, it, even he's the guy that was like, it's, it, you don't need to shower every day. But I still don't think he smells. There's something about uh, I think him. he probably does. And so – but also you're right. So my track record in terms of, like, living life and being told that, like, my breast stinks or I stink or whatever, it just doesn't happen. Like, I, right. I'm always on point. Now, you know, I went over cologne. I, that was new to me this, this year, but I barely touched my cologne in the last, like, I don't know, eight months. So I still almost have a full bottle. So, like, cologne, that was new to me at the age of 31. But it was so I just didn't smell like cologne, but I didn't smell bad. Um, yeah. Now looking at you, okay. I don't know if you're ready for this, but looking looking at me, I think you know that guy probably stinks. And you would have been right for many many years until I got married. Well, I also and think Lu- I think part of the problem as to why you might have smelled bad was because you used to smoke. Yeah, gross. Yeah. But also, I'm just fat and sweaty naturally. 
and I used to be a band guy yeah. and thought it was okay to stink. Now, you um, had the worst smelling feet slash I know. shoes of all I know. time, man. No, true story. Oh, my he, God. I, I used to go over to my friend's house, and he would go, bro, I love you, but you're going to have to put your shoes outside and go wash your feet. <laughs> and you think that'd be enough to go, oh, my God. But it wasn't. Mm. Um, I continued. I wore Toms with no socks oh, God. Uh, or, or Vans with no socks for years, yeah. years. And I thought they would never smell right again. And then I got married and Lulu cured me. And I think it's called socks and, uh, you know, uh, showering regularly. Uh, so anyway, uh, you look like a person that might not smell great. But here's what I can attest to. You always do. Yeah. Like not like I, not great. Let's let's rein it in. You smell fine. You don't smell. I'm just, yeah, it's, it's just it's, not a problem. It's, that's right. I've never been. You're also a very cleanly person, uh, for the most part. Especially when it comes. Like I bet you're the guy that takes like hour long showers. Twenty minutes. Um, I I think it, by the, if I go into the bathroom, I probably don't come out for fifteen or twenty minutes. So that's the that's the entire thing though. So like so like if I'm I shower, but also I kind of just take my time, maybe brush my teeth going in there. So, like, my trip to the bathroom is probably 20 minutes, including the shower, yeah. Okay, but do you brush your teeth in the shower? Uh, no. You got to try it. I, I mean, I've done it before. Like, I think I used to do it in college, but I just don't really get it. It's because you have hot shower water draping your body in comfort, and then you're brushing your teeth. It's incredible. So I have one of those. They're electronic toothbrushes, but they're the disposables because I don't care about the planet. And uh, so they vibrate and then they eventually die. And then that's when you know, oh, time for a new toothbrush anyway. And so that's what I do. And I brush them in the shower, except for my family is weird. They brush their teeth at the mirror bathroom sink, which is where most people do it. Mm. But you're all wrong. Because there's no hot water cascading you in comfort and joy. And so they move the toothpaste. I mean, this is like, this is Kramer. When when he just decides to live his entire life in the shower. <laughs> yeah. And he's like cooking cooking dinner. In the- <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Washing clothes. It's, uh, it is an incredible feeling. If, you, if you've never done it, try it. Let us know. Um, you know, maybe we this will help us get a Quip uh, sponsorship. Or uh, you know something like that. I tell you what, I, I tried to do Quip, and but it, the uh, the replacement heads that was like a COVID casualty with the with the oh, what's the uh, fr- what's the phrase that we learned because of COVID? Shipping uh, and handling. Sh- well, sh- it's, in terms of shipping, it's not shipping and handling, but shipping like, ship lanes. You know whatever it was the whatever the term was <laughs> with problems getting shit across the world. Yeah, um, and the heads were a casualty of that. So I just. Got you. I had just had to go back to toothbrushes. Um, so yeah. Do you do you shave your head in the shower? No, I use a uh, I use a electric razor, and I just take. Oh, I'm you not, just buzz I, it. Yeah, because I don't shave it to the skin. So I, I got that one a, of those. I did that a couple times, and I just cut my head up. Yeah. So my wife got me one of those uh, palm shavers. Like the kind that have multiple blades and they're electric, but they're like water resistant or proof. And 
uh, it like fits in your open hand through your fingers, kind of like a pop socket. And yeah. then you just shave your head with that. And it was the best purchase. It's probably the best gift I've ever received. Uh, minus my children and my personal relationship with my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. But other than that, you know, it's this head shaver. Because I use it twice a week. And it keeps me looking so fresh and so clean, clean. Because I can go Dr. Phil within like a week. So, and so can you do, do that, that in the shower? Yes, that's only where I do it. So... Okay, and it, where so, do you do you leave it in the shower when you're done, like around yes. all the moisture, and it doesn't rust or anything? Well, I have. There's a little cap for it that I put the cap on, so it doesn't rust, even though it's moist. Like you don't like. I mean, it, it probably will. So it's not. It's not a nice one, right? It's from Amazon. Little, you know, uh, <laughs> little children's hands making it uh, in foreign countries, but it's, uh, you know, the. The like, I don't know what it is. The like coating on it is starting to come off on some of the parts, and it's just like that part's gross of it. But it's probably due to moisture. Most people probably keep theirs out of the shower. I keep mine in the shower, but they're only thirty five dollars. So if I have to buy one a year, I'm not like so what. You know, I might try like, this out because I'm looking for a more convenient way. Because I yes. do, because I do have a tendency to get lazy. Like, yeah, I probably should just to appear normal. I probably should buzz my head at least once a week. But sometimes yeah. I get, do you manscape. Yeah. Well, also, that's that's the reason why I was asking about the rust is because I have okay. a ba- I have a back blade and those those <laughs> those blades. Uh, I keep it in the shower and I hang it on my shower caddy, but it's still rust because it's yeah. you know, trapped in a pocket of moisture. And so right. and so I have to replace the blades and also but i mean i have a roommate so i'm not just gonna leave my gross back blade laying out in the bathroom so um so that's why i keep it in the shower like at least you guys only have one bathroom yeah oh no i couldn't do that so um so anyway so that's why i was wondering about the head thing um so i don't know i might get one just so i can always have the same consistent look yeah I asked uh, some female friends about what they thought because I had like shaved. I usually keep a beard like this, but I had shaved like pretty close, like a that's a, a neared. I had a stubble and I had shaved my head, and I was like, "What do you think? Should I just always look like this?" And they were like, "Yeah, definitely. It's a much cleaner look." And I was like, "Do I just look raggedy? Like, yeah, what I, if you I didn't don't know that, no." <laughs> I thought, I thought with no. my advanced uh, fashion and everything that I looked a whole lot better than I used to. My you new know frame. who, if you let your hair grow out, you'd look like Justin Vernon, um, which <laughs> that's the one person, uh, you know, the luckiest looking person to have a career is it's either Ed Sheeran or it's Justin Vernon of Bon Iver because that dude has four hairs on top and he lets it do what it wants. <laughs> He doesn't brush it. It's gross. You know, but he's he's bone of air. So you want to know who has like terrible hair and is balding slash bald, but you never think anything of it for some reason. And he's also just not that like traditionally attractive. Michael Keaton. Michael. Oh yeah. Michael Keaton, and I love Michael Keaton. You know, not great skin, and. <laughs> and he's bald 
I mean, he has baby bird hair like I do. But for some reason, you look at him and just think Michael Keaton, and then your brain shuts off. Like you don't, you don't really assess like what's going on. Woody Harrelson also, you know, he's balding and does isn't like traditionally attractive. But you don't think anything of it for some reason. You're just accepting of it. And I just, I'm speaking not out of like, vitriol. but they're older. Yeah, but I'm not speaking. If they were your age. Yeah, and, and balding, it would It'd be, be worse shittier. For them. Okay, so I just need to age up to get. That's right. Okay, what are you thirty? I'll be thirty-two in ten days. Oh my gosh! Happy early birthday, boy. Um, no, I think uh, you know I wore a hat for years because I started balding. I mean, I I noticed it. Okay, I'm gonna full transparency. I noticed that I was balding when I took acid. I was at our a mutual friend's house well i don't know if you were friends with her um but uh i used to live with a girl in lexington that we never dated we're just good friends she was in my wedding and uh you know what i'm talking about uh had a lot of cats oh uh i can't remember her name but i do know who you're talking about uh it, it rhymes with mandia uh and she so when i was living there uh, me and a friend who used to play music with me uh, were going to get acid, and all of our friends smoked pot, and I didn't know what acid did. I thought, you know, it lasts a couple hours. Yeah, it'll be like you're high on whatever. On You know, I had done weed, done weed. I had smoked weed at the time, so I thought it would be something similar to that. Was not, and it was one of the worst experiences of my life, uh, but I looked in the mirror and saw myself for the first time how I actually looked. Instead of like this, I don't know, idealist, you know, I only look like the best angles that I take for my space, you know, at the time, um, I saw what I really looked like and it broke me and I noticed like how balding I was. So then I buzzed my head and started wearing hats all the time. I used to wear a band. Do you remember when I used to wear a bandana and I had, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had shorter hair, and I used the bandana to keep that hair in place. I knew I was thinning, but I didn't know it was that bad. Right. Uh, thinning hair, not body. Uh, that's uh, bigging. Um, but so now I'm a hat guy, and uh, so I wear hats all the time because I'm only 35, which is still super young. But I'm hoping the older I get, the more I'll be like, I'm 40, I look 40, it's fine to not have hair. <laughs> but still at 35, when I see someone with a thick, luscious head of hair, I hate them a little if they're my age. Now, it gets worse. So here's here's one of my toxic truths. If you're ugly and you have really thick hair, I hate you more. Isn't, isn't that not fair? I'm like, God, why did they get it? Look at them. I, uh, but I, I, most people I, think that about me. Go ahead. I don't realize what I look like until I stand next to uh, the rest of Brave the Storm, and then I'm like, <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, that's what I look like, because I'm I'm easily the li- worst looking in the band Brave the Storm. I don't think that's true. I I think it is true, and but here's no. the, here's here's what I'll say. Everything that you just said about yourself, I uh, feel that way about um, my teeth. So. In middle school and high school, so my sister had braces when she was in middle school and I was in middle school. So my mom was kind of always like, well, um, you have braces. I don't know if I can afford 
or I'm sorry, your sister has braces. I don't know if I can afford to get you braces yet. So I waited a little bit later. So about the time it was time for me to get braces, it was like eighth grade freshman year. And I was private school going into public school. There were a lot of, you know, like, you know, chicks that I was like interested in and wanted them to be interested in me. And I was like, I feel like in in my head, I was so self-conscious about what I looked like. I refused braces. And what I did, my thought process is I would look at adults and be like, well, their teeth, they probably had braces, but their teeth aren't really that um, straight anymore anyway. So like, maybe I'll just be okay with, you know, not perfect teeth. And my teeth weren't terrible. I was just like, but you know, I needed braces. So I just kind of like logically taught myself out of getting braces. And that's, that logic has lasted me almost 20 years now. And I'll tell you what, every single year I have a crisis where I'm like, you know what? My teeth are getting worse. I should have gotten braces 20 years ago. And, and I should, I get them now, but now I, I would be self-conscious because I don't want to have braces when I'm 31. So it's like, it never stops that cycle. So, so let me help you. I'm a person who, because I grew up fat I'm still fat, but I grew up fat. One of my defense mechanisms is I pick up on what people are insecure about so that if they ever come for me, I can destroy them. Right. Like that is just part of my personality. Right. I have never noticed your teeth. Never. And that's a good thing. Well, right. One, like one thing, too, like another thing I've, no- I've just noticed that my jaw isn't as like pronounced. And I feel like braces would have helped that, too, because like it, it, it I kind of I don't know. Headgear. My face just goes into my neck. Like I don't have really a pronounced jaw. You can't really tell because I have a beard that's right genetics. Now. But but I feel like if I had braces, it it kind of pull it out at least a little bit. Like genet yeah, genetically or naturally, maybe I just don't in gen- general. But it would help. And plus, my you have mouth, a chin. My mouth area is so small too, though. Like I don't have a lot of room in my mouth in general, and I feel like it could have just given me a little bit more room. But yeah, uh, well, I think uh, you should get adult braces and headgear. I'm actually shocked that you haven't done like one of those uh, clear I tried. brace things. There was oh. there was a it was a company called Canvas or whatever. So they sent you the kit, you make the mold, you send it back, and they rejected me. And I think it's because I'm missing a tooth. Because so then I so like then the braces would have to be in like three parts maybe. Like so when I get back to Kentucky, I'm gonna go to the orthodontist and I'm probably gonna figure out how I can do the least amount of minimal maintenance to at least ease my conscience, but also, you know, so I, I'm going to figure all that out when I come home. Are you missing a tooth on the top or bottom top? Okay. So yeah. yeah uh, I would try out the other ones and ask questions like smile direct club or whatever. Yeah. Um, because we have a, me and my wife have a mutual friend who used to have a gap in between her teeth. Mm. And she used Smile Direct Club or whatever it was and no longer has a gap and it a thousand times better. But I noticed the gap, right? Like, sure. Because, again, defense mechanism, I've never noticed your teeth being bad. Now, I have little teeth and they're stained, not not dirty, stained, like ingrained stained. Because of, A, I didn't have health insurance for 10 years. 
And so from like 18 to no longer, um, I don't think I, I, I didn't go to the dentist for 10 years because I couldn't afford it. And so like my teeth aren't as white as they I would like them to be. Right. And I have right. a few like decay, like where tooth decay started and then stopped because of some of the antibiotics and stuff that I used and whatever. So I'm really self-conscious about my teeth. But I've never noticed yours being bad. And I know that m- people have noticed mine being bad because I've had people say things. All right. Are you trying to think? No, I have I have a proposal, and it's okay, okay either way. I have to go pick up my laundry. Of course you do. So it's up to you. We stop here, or you can give me five minutes, and we can continue. Where is your laundromat? Is it that close? It's a, it's a it's a block down the road. I literally just have to dump it in my hamper, and I can come right back. Okay. Uh, you know what? We've been doing this for what an hour now. Probably. Let's just call it. All right, we'll call it. That's it, Brando. I love you. I love Thank you. you. So, um, I don't know what's in store for us. The a sad note. Is that because I'm moving to Kentucky? Yes, we will be together in person, but I don't have this Friday podcast thing open to me anymore. Yeah. So, so I have no idea if we're ever going to podcast together again. Yeah, I'm sure we will. But, uh, but we'll figure that part out. Uh, next week is the week that I move, but I'm definitely seeing Glass Onion in theaters, the Knives Out sequel, and I'm very excited about that. I'm trying to see the Fablemans. Uh, before I move as well, because it's my most anticipated movie of the rest of the year. Paul Dano. And uh, that's right. But the the tickets are weird. I can't buy tickets and it comes out next week. So I don't know what the hell is going on. Um, but I'll figure that part out. And then that'll be the last podcast. And then I'm going to move. And uh, yeah. So there's that. Um, awesome. Brando, can the... What's your Mastodon handle? Have you heard about Mastodon? That? That's the new social media. Is oh, it? is it? Yeah. Great band. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Brando Big Mouth. All right, guys. Why am I taking a drink right now? Let me sign off. Thank you so much. I'm going to the line room, Matt. I'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye.